Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm going to be honest with you, Jordan. I'm Aww, enough. I hate that. It makes <laughs> me uncomfortable. Give me some bullshit, baby. I'm, give me some give me some fucking ironic eye rolling goofing around. I don't want any 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 feelings, any authenticity. That'll uh send me into a spiral. I pulled this week I pulled some what I like to call some king shit. Oh boy. I I really flexed my muscles as a member of the American middle class and frankly as a father. I have been as as you know, Jordan, and the listeners can probably guess since I, I was gone for a while, things have been tough here around the house. We've had some uh, some real challenges going on, uh, and you guys are oh, trying to beat battle toads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I can't find it's, that goddamn issue of Nintendo Power. Oh man, and you'll never finish the Howard and Nestor comic. <laughs> a lot of a lot of reasons you need to find that Nintendo Power. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, so, you know, it's fucking, it's manageable until you get to the speeder bike part, and then that just shit's just too hard, you know. So here's what here's what happened, roughly yes. speaking, for me. So I had to I had to spend a day in the middle of uh in the middle of dealing with all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, I had to spend a day cleaning a broken table out of my backyard, and I did this both to soothe myself you know uh as as my friend dan, as our friend dan kennedy taught me once move a muscle change a feeling mm-hmm. uh but also um just for dignity's sake just just to not have a broken table in my backyard i had a broken table in my backyard i, I took all the pieces up i stacked them i corded them i put some in the trash can i put some out for a collection called the 311 you know you call the 311 to get them to come and pick it up it's a useful number. I was pretty proud of myself. So it's really crazy. And I put I put the trash cans out on the street on Monday night as I do here in my here in my house, here in my neighborhood. It's Tuesday morning collection. I notice it's Tuesday at like four o'clock. I notice that my trash is still out there. And I think, uh-oh. And I look to my left and to my right to my neighbor's trash cans. They're out there, but they don't have any trash in them. So I go out to my trash can. And there's a flyer in my trash can that says, your trash extended too far above the top line of the trash can. Mm. So it was not collected. Oh boy. This is the start of your falling down. I, Jordan. And then, I, you, and then you went into McDonald's and you wanted to get the breakfast biscuit, but they said they stopped serving it at 1030. Oh, it's 1032. Can I get the breakfast bit? I don't know. Okay, My ahead. emotional bandwidth at that moment was so narrow that I nearly just started crying on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Like just, I was completely lost. I guess that's a better reaction than doing a falling down. Yeah, I know. Look, I'm not. I'm not murderous. No, <laughs> this is you're one no, of the many things. You know, Michael Douglas. No, I don't eat pussy either. <laughs> I do. Um. So he he not not got so got often that you get cancer face cancer from, yeah. from it, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, I got an audience. I hope you know, <laughs> yeah, what we're referencing. 
He Ma- claimed for those he suggested- Michael Douglas had a weird excuse about getting lip cancer where he said it was from eating pussy too much. <laughs> yeah. It's the only thing people remember about Michael Douglas. Here's yeah. the things we know. It takes Sting a long time to come. Right. And Michael Douglas said he got face cancer from eating too much pussy. Yeah. That's that's all we know. So I was lost yes. because I did not even have like I thought like I you know, I only have one neighbor on one side. And then it's like three houses down, it's people's backyards instead of the front of their house. So like there what there's not any trash cans near me. I don't have neighbors to ask to put the trash in. And here's the thing, if they don't take your trash, how am I going to have less trash the next time? Yeah. So I'm I'm destroyed. And my life was so crazy, I can't even I like I can't even begin to think about how I would like figure out how you take your own trash to the dump in the city of Los Angeles. I'm destroyed. Cut to the next day. I'm doing the napping drive. The one time I leave the house. Can we star wipe to the next day? Yeah, sure. <laughs> eh, let's Star Wars this thing. Let's do a center out wipe. That's the always classy. So I'm at the gas station. My wife's minivan is running out of gas. So I'm putting gas in the gas station. I see a truck that says trash hauling. I whip my mask onto my face. I go out there and I say, excuse me, sir. Can you take the trash from my house? It's just my regular trash, but no one would take it. He said, I can't right now, but I'll come tomorrow morning. He came the next morning. I said, how much is this going to cost? He said, I'll tell you when I get there. He got there. He's like, how much do you want to pay? I'm like, I have no idea what it costs to take trash away. I had had a conversation with my wife where I told her, I don't care how much money it takes for him to take this trash away. All I want is to not have to worry about what I'm going to do with this week's trash because of last week's trash. And he said, how about $100? I said, gosh, I thought maybe $50 or something. He said, how about $80? I said, fuck this. Here's $80. Thank you for taking away my trash. And I felt like a king. Yeah. I and felt uh, like and a you king. you haggled too. You successfully haggled. I mean, I semi-successfully haggled. I mean, I still think it was probably a $50 thing. But you know what? On the other hand, this guy took the trash. You know what I mean? Like, he deserves the money. He took the trash. (laughs) I was like, I thought to myself, there's no way I can take the trash. I can't leave the house. So my choices are find a different guy to take the trash, which is possible but stupid. Or give this guy an extra 30 bucks in a time when everybody's hurting. I was like, you know what? $80. And I've never felt more proud of an action I've taken as a father, including being 50% of the conception of my three children. I mean, did you think about maybe getting some goats to eat it? Yes, of course I did. Sorry, I mean, I listen. I'm I'm Monday morning quarterbacking here. I realize, but uh, I mean, you know, goats are goats are experiencing a tough time too. I mean, this pandemic has hit them well harder than sheep. Well, I saw the goats at the gas station as well. They told me they're not available for two weeks. Oh, they're booked. Yeah, and they don't even they don't take okay. cash. It's Venmo only. Oh well, yeah. That'd be cute if they had one of those little uh, square swipers stuck on their horns. <laughs> Let's introduce our guest on the program. I'd love to. 
Uh, he is, of course, a stand-up comic. You know him from uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. You know him from Grace and Frankie. You know him from Comedy Central's The New Negroes with our, our pal Mike Eagle. And a new project with our friend Mike Eagle called Call and Response. His name is Baron Vaughn. Welcome to the program, Baron. Speaking of taking out the trash, lot of problems with your story. P U okay. plot holes. Wow. Plot <laughs> holes. Plot holes. Oh. <laughs> sure. wow. Baron Baron, punch no. up Jesse's story. All right. First, you forgot the talking llama. No. Um <laughs> Yeah, that's minute. mistake not, number one. Not punch up the Robert Downey Jr. movie Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> no 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 in that movie yeah. he has the ability to talk to every animal in your movie you specifically only have a talking llama only you can see i'm saying let's remake harvey rabbits are out llamas are in jordan jesse let's go okay um yeah so you had some you had some issues with the story, not just the you you're are you are you calling bullshit on something? Is yeah, there some no, no. dialogue punch up? Are you David Mamet <laughs> here, or is this a structure thing? I was like, yeah, you need more self interruptions. You trying to add a ticking <laughs> clock, or yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, this now this is now the nick of time, or whatever that movie's called. Um, <laughs> Thinking of falling down. It's just it's it's interesting is because we're very different people. Uh, you know, Jesse, and I've been in a similar situation, um, even though I, I live in a very different situation than you. I have almost no neighbors, so less embarrassing when my trash is overflowing. Um, as embarrassing to my wife. Me, I'm like, let it sit. <laughs> no, no one's coming. <laughs> um, but also, if that was me, I would have taken out as much trash as I needed to have before I placed the trash out. I would have been like, this is too full. I'm going to have to live with a little trash, which is exactly how my personality works. <laughs> so you're saying, just so you know where I'm coming from. You're cool living with some trash. Living with some trash, psychological trash. But that in and of itself is sort of the difference between me and you. I guess that like, you know, you actually problem solved. I would have just decided to live with trash for another week and you're like no this cannot stand and i i aspire to have that much self-confidence is what, is what i'm trying to say <laughs> you know what happened though is in the night in between when i stopped the guy at the gas station and when he came to my house the next morning a raccoon or something got into the trash they love it Ooh, they do love it they but love you it you know what you know they're what fucking I did? horny. They're horny for trash. Those little motherfuckers. Exactly. I get them harder and wetter. Club Fifty Four has nothing on a trash <laughs> bin with a raccoon in it. Go on. Oh yeah, I helped clean it up. Yeah. <laughs> Me and the guy teamed up on it. I'm like, I, you know, I'm here. Let's do this. Yeah. wasn't wasn't that much, you know. I, I don't want to be too premature in bestowing the title humanitarian on you, but. Mm. I, Yes, very you're going to get an email. Certainly, a, certainly a commendation. Certainly, a medal of a medal of commendation is appropriate. I think in this situation. Uh, also, Baron, had, where, I'm sorry. Oh. Also, you had 80 bucks in your pocket. That's another difference between. It's just like you're like here you go, 80 bucks. I didn't hear anything about a PayPal, a Venmo, Square. Can I give you some now? I've had the same money in my pocket for three months. 
I was thrilled to have the opportunity to use human money. Baron, when you say Baron, you said you barely have any neighbors. What is your living situation in LA where you don't have a lot of neighbors? Please say houseboat. Please say houseboat. Please say houseboat. Zeppelin, perhaps? <laughs> Zeppelin boat. Um, I, I know. It's like that beer commercial where they went, how about both? <laughs> um, you got your boat in my Zeppelin. You got your <laughs> Zeppelin in my boat. Yeah, guys, guys, it's a Zeppelin boat. Um, I live in a house um, in a neighborhood called El Sereno. And across the street is a large hill that goes up. And that's my neighbor is a grassy hill that I sometimes see packs of coyotes on. And that's how I know that no one lives there uh, because <laughs> John and Kelly Coyoteson. Yes, right. Uh, the Coyotesons do not live there because there are actual coyotes. So I have that across the street. I have a, I have a neighbor to my east, a neighbor to my west. And that's it, basically. So it's a pretty secluded block. Are you are you like into that? Like, because I imagine when you like moved to LA, you probably you know like most people who moved to LA like lived in an apartment on top of you know thirty other people. Do you like the seclusion, or do you miss the like you know city apartment stuff? Yeah, well, that is a question I've been asking myself a lot, actually, Jordan, um, because I thought I would miss the hustle and the bustle, but hustle and bustle has not come up in my mind since right now. So I actually enjoy it. I'm actually like, hey, this is kind of quiet. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> I've always lived in cities and apartments and, you know, just everybody jumping and humping, doing whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah jumping, jumping and humping. And humping yeah. <laughs> yes. I know that they're jumping because they're upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Upstairs neighbors is now in the past for me. And I'm saying that is a good life. Plus, Baron, living in El Sereno, I mean, I don't, not to flex my El Sereno knowledge, but you got easy access to the now defunct Forever 21 factory. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, which was I actually- start a sweatshop, baby. Oh, my goodness. That was one of the things I asked when we moved in here is how far is this from the defunct Forever 21 <laughs> factory? It's up for lease right now. I say, I say, yeah. I say, you can swing it. You got that Grace and Frankie money burning a hole through your pocket. <laughs> oh yes, yes. You know they say they say the old Forever Twenty One factory is haunted. By <laughs> <laughs> unwanted crop tops of the early two thousands. <laughs> Some will say that if you listen very closely, you can still hear the rattling of chunky jewelry. Is that what you buy there? I, I, my. Forever 21 poles are limited. Your Forever 21 poles? Is that what yeah, you said? Yeah, chunky jewelry sounded right to me, but it might not hmm. be. Maybe you don't buy chunky jewelry at Forever 21. I don't know. Did the joke make sense? Did anyone like it? Why do anything? <laughs> what we're all subconsciously saying is none of us have been into a Forever 21. <laughs> I yeah. heard that they sell men's clothes, but I never went in there. Oh, well. I guess we'll never find out. We'll, <laughs> we'll never, never know. It'll just be a, it'll be a mystery. We'll Good go night, to our graves. Sweet princess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to our graves.
I wanted to yes. talk a little bit about, um, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of quarantine practice yes. of food delivery, getting food delivered from restaurants. Yes. Is that something, Baron, is that something you did a lot of pre-quarantine or is, and are you doing a lot of it now? Like, cause maybe even I'm, I'm imagining it's hard for like places to get to you. Well, luckily we're not that far from Highland Park. Um, we're, we're essentially equidistant from Highland Park or South Pasadena, you know, so there's, there's, there's options. Oh, you could get takeout from that really nice BJ's that used to, that's in a building that used to be a bank. Um, (laughs) still is a bank. Um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it still is. (laughs) No, I I don't get get a, I think you can get a pizookie in there. (laughs) A pizookie? What is a pizookie? So I, if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, there's a really nice, there's a really beautiful building in Pasadena that used to be a bank, or that is now a BJ's like deep dish pizza place, and their signature thing is the pizookie. It's a like um, it's it's like a chocolate chip cookie that comes out in like an iron skillet, and it has a scoop of ice cream on top, and it is uh, really Whoa. good. It is one of the one of the finest uh, the finest chain restaurant things ever created i think so you've had it and you i have you had loved it, it yes and, uh, and i thought i thought it was great anyway and uh the building is beautiful in pasadena anyways <laughs> well i'm surprised by how deep you went right there actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> that pizookie really meant something to you yeah it's my it's my happy place when i uh you know when life seems complicated um and you know everything seems overwhelming i just close my eyes and i go to the nice bj's in pasadena <laughs> it's called Havening. Yeah. I just I just go to the Arco on Figueroa Boulevard and imagine seeing a truck that says trash hauling on the side uh, right yes. when I need trash hauling. And he's like, have you ever had a chocolate chip cookie in a cast iron skillet? <laughs> I have one in my car. <laughs> but to your question, Jordan. Please, um, yes, Baron. Luckily, my wife and I had kind of started to find a groove in cooking for ourselves right before the pandemic started. And we were so paranoid to get takeout since we, you know, at that time, we didn't know much about the, the disease and how it was spread. So we basically like, what did we do? I think we got delivery back in the early days of Instacart, you know, and then we would spray it down. We wiped it. We sprayed it down. We were both so paranoid. We're wearing masks. We're wearing stuff. You know, my wife has asthma, so she is high risk. And I uh, have a condition called blackness, which also (laughs) apparently makes me high risk. Uh, So both of us have been quite strict with what we are doing. So what has been the best practice for us has been um, doing like a big giant shot because we also have two children, so we're cooking for a whole family here. You know, how old? How old are the kids? The youngest just turned one a couple days ago. That's a fun age. Yes, it is. Uh, Jordan, your commitment to that bit has extended <laughs> decades now. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun age. I don't know anything about kids or what <laughs> age they do things. And so now anytime someone oh. tells me the age of a child, I just say that's a fun age. That is 
so funny. <laughs> so I hate all right. <laughs> how consistently clever and funny you guys are. If I can gush for five seconds. Ah, shucks. Ah, shucks. No, we're lucky, to, we're lucky to have you. And just so you know, when I I was just talking to Open Mike Eagle before I got on this uh, this call, and he he wanted to say hi. I was like, hey, I gotta Aww. go talk to Jordan and Jess. He's like, ah, those are the homies. So Aww. he says hello. Um, Mike Eagle's a peach. Yeah. What the heck were we talking about? Groceries? Oh, yeah, groceries. Oh wait, no, Jordan's bit. I'm sorry. Let, let me. I just remembered. <laughs> oh, I asked you what how old your kids are. That's a fun age. Go ahead. Um, so we do get takeout every now and then because we need a break, right? Yeah. But we've done a lot of research, and it seems like with takeout food, it's pretty basic what you have to do to get it prepped. I know a lot of people who don't really cook that much, you know, because they're single or you know, lazy or hideous, you know, weren't raised right. Um, Morally you know, repugnant. Right. Yes. Well, maybe orphans. Suck your body. You know. <laughs> Dirty orphans. Cherubim. <laughs> yeah. The ones that look like the circles. Yeah. They're um, in, maybe they're, maybe they're in one of those, uh, maybe they're in one of those pickpocketing uh, gangs like in Oliver. Oh, right. Yeah. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesse. Oliver? Did you say Oliver? You mean my crowning achievement in high school musical theater, Oliver? Whoa, what? <laughs> in which I fully, I repeat, fully inhabited the character of Fagin in Oliver? Oh, wow. Jesse, is this what you bring up? I see Baron Vaughn. I think Victorian England. <laughs> you know hey baron um can we talk to fagin now is fagin with you could we talk to him <laughs> bumblebee 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 give me the gift of a cheap chop top hello oh summons fagin <laughs> oh no he really it came is, here. Yes, I, I summoned you, Fagin. <laughs> so how you doing? <laughs> Why did you do this to us, Jordan? You have some business to discuss with me, lad. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, I don't know anything about Oliver. Jesse, do you have some questions for Fagin? I know you have to pick a pocket or two. What do you know about my little gang, you twerp? <laughs> Come here, this you. Really, Speak really up. rough. Speak true. <laughs> and scene. Thank you very much. Thank you. Wow. Thank wow. You. Very beautiful. The spirit beautiful of Dickens job. come to life. Yes. I did forget to say one last thing, though. Um, say one last thing. In this life, one thing counts. In the bank, large amounts. I'm afraid these don't grow on trees. You've got to pick a pocket or two. You've got to pick a pocket or two more. You've got to pick up Hagidor Wow. And I just wanted to add that. No, that thank you for adding Thanks that. For adding what a beautiful, what really a beautiful coda. That. that was lovely. That was really moving. 525,600 <laughs> Okay. But basically with takeout, all you have to kind of do <laughs> is take out. You know what I mean? You, gotta you take get out. it. Don't don't bring it in your house. Take it out of the bags, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The longer it sits in the packaging, the 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 worse it's going to be. Is that what you've heard? 
I, th- I just, I think so. So I, I actually don't, I, uh, before pre-pandemic had never used like a food delivery app before. Like I feel uh-huh. like I always get food delivered and I'm always just a little bummed with it. Like, you know, <laughs> I've ordered a pizza, you know, I've done 60 bucks worth of Indian food when I'm hungover and I just eat that all weekend. Like I've gotten food delivered, but I don't like love it. I would like much rather go to a restaurant. And I think that, yeah, the like packaging to me, it, it, it that's like my little my little like superstition is that like the packaging is fucking up the food somehow. So you mean the actual flavor and quality of the food? Yes. Oh well, yeah, of course. Takeout sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a given. Yeah. Who's had takeout and been like, this is better? Oh, I'm so Finn glad there was less distance between me and the chef. No, <laughs> I think a stew. I think a stewed food. That's your top takeout. That should be your <laughs> oh, top yeah. takeout. Yeah, a stewed yeah, food. Sure. I mean, wow. you mentioned it. You mentioned India, and a curry travels pretty well. It does absolutely, and I think wow. yeah, and there definitely are the like the 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 takeout cuisines that you know have a have a history of being takeout cuisines. Um, and yeah, and I think those are those are great. But as far as just like a restaurant that you like, you know. But Jordan, for safety's sakes, when it comes to the disease, aka oh, yes. the Rona, mm-hmm. aka my my, my, my Corona, <laughs> um, you know, aka supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you know, dugga 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 Wu Tang forever. What you really have to do is you have to <laughs> microwave. Your food. Wait, how did the last one? That wasn't even a song parody. That's just a thing that you wanted to s- sing. What are you talking about? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? That no, reference? That one was, no, that one was a song parody because you said uh-huh. you changed the words from the famous Mary Poppins song to reflect the scourge of our times. Uh-huh. Topical. <laughs> then you Very just topical. said Wu-Tang forever. I'm sorry, did I? Okay, well, I look, maybe, look. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I just maybe I just had a classic Jesse Thorne Wu Tang Forever auditory hallucination. <laughs> you did LSD one time in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now whenever whenever I'm walking down the boardwalk in Santa Monica, all I can hear is "Killa Killa Bees." <laughs> Jesse, are you guys doing? Are you are you guys doing like a lot of takeout and stuff like that? We are not. Um, I think just like uh, it, it, the. It, the the thing about a takeout app, so there was no restaurants essentially that delivered to our house before the app revolution. Now, with <laughs> app revolution, restaurants do deliver to our house just because of our location is weird or something. I don't know. And But now, now they do, and it is great, except that it seems like no matter what you order through one of those apps, in the end, it costs $70. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, so this expensive. is just this. Somehow, I ordered two entrees that cost ten forty nine, and at the end of it, the bill is seventy dollars. And uh, so, it is a very, it is a rare indulgence at my house. And I think also, like, my kids, my kids are just the most profoundly picky eaters. They won't eat anything. Oh, and how so, old are they? They are eight, six, and three. Those are fun ages. <laughs> and they just, you know, they're just that. They're just that in that place in their lives, and they're just that kind uh-huh. of kids. You know, they got some sensory sensitivities. It's, they're weird about food, and so uh, I, I can't like. There's, we will occasionally order a pizza uh, because everyone will eat a pizza, but besides that, rarely. 
And since stuff has gone down, almost never. Uh, I, I tend to cook a vat of something in the slow cooker and then uh, freeze it up. And then on the days when I otherwise would have ordered dinner because I don't feel like it, I just pull a chili, a block of chili or a block of, uh, you know, uh, uh, curry or whatever out of the freezer. Uh, so yes, so I, <clears throat> I've been doing it a little bit. I've been doing a little bit of like app delivery, you know, just so I don't go crazy from eating the same 10 things over and over again. Uh, and, you know, it, it, it's fine. It's kind of like I said, you get it. And it's like, eh, this is like a, sl- it's a more expensive, worse version of, I'm like, eh, hey, but this actually tastes good at the restaurant. Um, but, but I've had a couple of good things, um, but I've noticed something weird on, uh, on DoorDash, which is so, uh, you know, and I feel like I've lived in, in this area for a while and I kind of like know the restaurants that are around, but I'll open the DoorDash app and there will just be these crazily named restaurants, usually kind of like like a kind of a, a meme name or some kind of like trendy, like allusion to something. And I'll be like, what's this thing? And I'll look and it's like 0.2 miles away. And I'm like, where where's this thing with this crazy name that I, and I've never seen it before. And I think what, What's kind of something that's happening is that like little delivery only restaurants are like setting up in other people's kitchens. So it'll be like a an app that delivers like one specific kind of food and they give it a crazy name and they just like operate out of the back of another restaurant. Yeah. Wow. So I've been seeing a lot a lot of these things and they all have insane names. And I wanted to see if you guys wanted to take a DoorDash mini quiz. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. Uh, it okay. would be my honor. Unless, unless, and I'm just going to throw this out there for you, Jordan. It's not a requirement. I'm just an offer. Unless you have a DoorDash maxi quiz, in which case I'll choose the maxi quiz. I do not. Okay. Then let's go with the mini quiz. There's only a mini quiz's worth of <laughs> entertaining options. Got it. So, okay. I'm going to read you uh, three restaurant names. One of them is a crazy DoorDash thing that is not a real restaurant, okay? And so your your goal is to guess which one is the real DoorDash restaurant. Okay. Baron, you're the guest. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? Um, I will go second. I need to okay. witness this. So, Jess, I'm going to read you three restaurants. One is a real DoorDash restaurant. You have to guess which one it is. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm ready. Chris's Drippin' Chicken. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that sounds like, I'm going to be honest, that sounds like a guy-on-guy porn video. (laughs) Wendell's Sticky Steak. (laughs) Also, the same thing. Are these all just... (laughs) Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Crystal's wet, wet BLTs. <laughs> Do you want to hear the options again? Yeah, one more time, Jordan. One more time. Help me out. Chris's dripping chicken. Uh huh. Wendell's sticky steak. Uh huh. Crystal's wet, wet BLTs. I've handled Wendell's steak, and I happen to know that it is smooth as a baby's bottom. Uh, just as soft. Uh, the your hands just glide right off it like a like a bowling lane. So I don't think Wendell's sticky steak is it. 
I do love a wet BLT. <laughs> Who mm-hmm. doesn't? Sure. Give it to uh, me wet. But- this is what you say. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say dripping chicken. Jesse, you're right. Chris's dripping chicken. Um, a such a gross image. And here's the thing about Chris's dripping chicken. You would think, based on the name, that it would be like saucy, like buffalo wings or like Nashville hot chicken or something like that. It's just chicken strips. They don't drip anything. <laughs> he just picked dripping for no reason. It's just called Chris's dripping chicken. And it's just chicken strips. It's just chicken fingers. Do you think that the the chicken strips are well dressed in the contemporary <laughs> street wear wear style? Do you think mm. they have drip? Oh. Drip, drip. That's trap. Yeah, it's very trap. That's it. Maybe that's it. And this is also a very trap way of getting food to people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I am. You know, I am close to the famous you know Fairfax neighborhood where all the hype beasts. Um, you know, wait for the latest Yeezys. So maybe this is this is this is speaking to them. Yeah, it's possible. It seems likely to me that Chris is a hype beast who's waiting for Yeezys. <laughs> While he was waiting for the Yeezys, he decided to drip to add some drip to some strips. Some strips. Okay, it's one zero. Baron, this this one's for you. One of these is real. Oof. So Chris's dripping chicken is real. Is real. Okay. Is real. Okay. You can tell you can recognize them because they're the only chicken strips that come with the shoes that look like socks. <laughs> okay. That's what little baby told me to expect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Baron, okay. your options are these. Yes. In Indian food that slaps. <laughs> fire ass tie. <laughs> Italian like a motherfucker. <laughs> Oh, Italian like a motherfucker is so absurd um, that it has to be a concoction of Jordan Morris. And then what were the other two again? The first one, Indian food that slaps. (laughs) Okay. And fire ass tie. Fire ass tie. Okay. Which one of those is real? Fire ass tie, Baron. I feel like fire ass tie Uh, has a certain- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it is fire ass tie. I'm pretty sure it is. Because I've eaten some tie that- The only way you can describe it is that was some fire ass tie. No. It's come out involuntary. That left me with a fiery ass. (laughs) (laughs) Again, opposite personalities. But we picked the same thing again. So I'm going to go with fire ass tie. That's got to be real. Baron, you're right. Fire ass tie, a real tie- Delivery only restaurant. Oh, yes, man. I think I think like Jesse, I have a well. I don't know. I won't speak. I won't speak for your tummy, Jesse. But I will say that my tummy is a delicate white man's tummy, mm-hmm. and I love Thai food. I love getting Thai food. But sometimes it, it will it will cause an ass fire within me, and it's worth <laughs> it because it is so fucking good. But um, but yes, I uh, it's a concern with me. So uh, so fire ass tie was automatically unappetizing when it came up on the app. I'm so sorry, guys. You guys can't see me, so you have no idea how hard I'm doing a celebratory dance over here for getting this <laughs> question right and singing a song in my head. The song that I'm pretty sure is in my is in my child's head when he breastfeeds. A song that goes, <laughs> "We milk 
this tenant. That's why I'm pretty sure he's thinking. <laughs> yep. Seems likely. Uh, the great Boston. Starship. Oh, Starship. You're right. You're right. It's Starship. Was Jefferson Starship. Come on. Babies don't like Boston. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Babies love Starship. Yeah. They hate airplane. They love Starship. And they love America. <laughs> All right, Jesse, this next one's for you. Okay, this is re- this is very exciting for me. Okay. B-O-B, Burgers Over Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> is that what B-O-B is up to these days? Burgers Over ah, Burbank. That's hilarious. Okay. My neck, my back, my munchies, and my snacks... <laughs> I don't care what the rest are. I want that one. <laughs> Bitch, don't grill my cheese. <laughs> wow. Um, I like that that each of these bring a sophisticated understanding of hip hop culture. Thank you. Um, and a sophisticated understanding of uh uh. Instagram slash Yelp era food culture. I'm going to go with the Kia one. Uh, My neck, my back. My my what was it in my snacks? My neck, my back, my munchies, and my snacks. (laughs) I'm going with my neck, my back, my munchies, and my snack. I'm sorry, Jesse. It's bitch don't grill my cheese. (laughs) My good God. And I went on bitch. Here's the thing about bitch don't grill my cheese is that there's a there's a selection on DoorDash where you can go popular items, and I'm like, I might order from this place. I might try bitch don't grill my cheese. And I clicked on popular items. There's only one thing in there, and it's onion rings. <laughs> Score is one to one, all tied up. Baron, this one's for you. Wow. Okay. Wow. DTFF, delicious tantalizing French fries. Send nudes, spelled <laughs> N O O D S. Show me your pudding hole. Wow. Um, first of all, appetizing each and every one. Of course. They all sound great. My mouth is so wet right now. Um,. <laughs> I want to ask you an important question before I make my decision, yeah, which I, I'm pretty sure I'm, I have. Are all of these titles up for grabs? Like if people out there want a <laughs> Jordan Morris original, are you Did willing you? to donate these to the citizens of the United States as ways? Did you write all these down on a piece of yellow legal paper, fold it up, put it in an envelope and mail it to yourself so you would have the post date? No. You know what? I am considering these in the public domain, and I bet we have some some. I bet we have some food professionals in the audience, and I bet we have some entrepreneurial people yes. as well. So, if you are looking for a name for your like pop up delivery only restaurant, feel free to use these. I'm willing to put eighty dollars into the first person's <laughs> business. Okay, because my neck, my back. My what was it in my snacks? My munchies, munchies. and my, snacks. my munchies in my snacks. So that's really open. You could serve a lot of different things. Yeah, for eighty dollars, you could all kind get all kind of shit. That's very true. What a monumentous callback, by the way. <laughs> what a, what a, 
Um, I, I do want to put that challenge to your audience as well. These are fantastic business ideas, opportunities. This is what Jordan is giving you. Yeah. Now, what were the options again, Jordan? <laughs> DTFF, delicious tantalizing French fries. No, not real. Send Who wants delivery French fries? That's the worst delivery food. Yeah, I said it. No. Okay. French fries? No. Yeah, because Depends. they get soggy. Oh, French fries do have, Depends. I think, are more likely to get fucked up uh, via delivery. I think if you're if you going get, for a side. If you're going for oily-ass fries, definitely. Yeah, that could that could also be a, a, a fortunate side effect is that if, if done right, it could be a nice bag of little oilies for you. <laughs> and Jordan, let me let me suggest to you and you too, Jesse, if neither of you have this fantastic new device that everyone loves so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm a I'm on HGTV right now. Um everyone's talking about it. Fax machines. <laughs> it was trending because of Mindy Kaling. No big. Yes, the Mindy Kaling, not the an air fryer, an air fryer, y'all. Oh, I suggest you get an air fryer and that you get frozen fries from a grocery store. Okay, like Oritas. Oritas. I actually prefer, above all things, Sprouts brand shoestring fries. I have tasted okay. nothing better. Okay. Wow. You know, Sprouts in the air fryer, huh? Heed the heed the brand of air fryer you get, but I'm telling you, if you want to put a little butter on those bad boys, I you do. get to decide how much oil and how cooked they are, and they're right there in front of you. And I guarantee you, the expense of an air fryer is nothing compared to what you have already spent on delivery fries, my friend. Okay. No, this is a great tip. I you know, want to I want to hack your lives right now. That's what I came on here to do. <laughs> I'm not even into fries right now. I'm I'm into roasties. But the real business is send nudes. Baron, you're right. Send nudes is a noodle restaurant. <laughs> Holy and shit. honestly, that's pretty good, right? Like that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. This is I yeah. I think I actually saw it on DoorDash and I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Send nudes. And I was like, huh? And I just thought, oh, that's funny. That's yeah. the, that's the business. That's really the business. Yeah. All right, Jesse, you yeah. can you can tie it up. I forget who's winning. I think Baron's okay. winning. Okay. Everything's riding on this. Okay. Baron, let's let's bet on who wins. I got eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got five on it. No, I w- will not bet with you. I'm from Las Vegas, and I know how to read the odds. Jesse. Here are yeah. your options. Keto AF. <laughs> wow. This is a subreddit. Keto AF. Right. <laughs> Fuck carbs. <laughs> I'd rather slam my dick in a car door than eat refined sugar. Oh, my God. So the last one, <laughs> I think that's just a page from your diary. <laughs> it's my back tattoo. <laughs> your tramp stamp. Mm-hmm. 
Just in in like uh, weirdly pointy letters right above your butt. Um, keto AF. Fuck carbs. I'm going to go with Keto AF. I'm sorry, Jesse. It was fuck carbs. Fuck what? carbs. What? <laughs> fuck carbs. I know oh. fuck is in the name of their restaurant. How do you search for it? Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Baron Vaughn, you're the winner of the DoorDash mini quiz. Hooray, 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 hooray. I want a quiz on another pretty day. <laughs> <laughs> is Fagan excited that you won? Oh, I, I can't bring Fagan back right now. No, the time machine probably, I get time it. machine needs to recharge. Yeah, no, I understand. <laughs> um, well, while the uh, time machine is recharging, uh, should we take a break and come back with some calls? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey guys, this is Jordan just breaking in to deliver a Jumbotron message. That's right. One of our listeners went to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and for a very reasonable price, they got the following message. This message is for Ian from Brian. The message is this. Since you seem to buy yourself everything, I have decided instead to spend the money I would have used for a birthday present on this dumb podcast we love so very much. Happy birthday to the best brother I could have ever asked for. Stay safe, and hopefully we can hang out together soon. I love you, buddy. Hey, that's uh, that's really nice. And, um, you know, I'll even look past the fact that they called the podcast dumb in the message. I know it's dumb, but, you know, I... I Listen, they went to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron and got themselves that message, so I'm going to go ahead and cut them some slack. Uh, Yeah, if you uh, want to get a message for yourself, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron, and uh, thanks to everybody who does that. It's always uh, always a blast to uh, share messages, both personal and professional with our audience, and uh, it helps to keep the lights on over here. Uh, so yeah, thanks a bunch to everybody who does that. Back to the show. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Baron Vaughn. Watch out. Here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> you really stretched into that. Yep. You know, sometimes you just have to you have to tap in and become a vessel. <laughs> you have to you have to become a vessel. It's more important than ever these days. Yeah. I mean, we've already heard you be a vessel for Fagan from Oliver, so <laughs> that is true. What other spirits might you conjure, sir? Well, it just depends on which powers you have and who you call. <laughs> the uh, uh, unused, so- uh, the unused um, answers for the quiz. By the way, if you guys want to take, <laughs> yeah, wanna, great takeover. I do want to hear this. The unused answers were: Daddy wants nachos. Ch- oh my god! Choke me with your sub and ranch on my face. <laughs> Okay, what's the first one again? 
Uh, Daddy wants nachos. Okay, well, those are nachos that have to have a lot of cheese and a lot of jalapenos. The second one? Choke me with your sub? Oh, yeah. It's got to have, like, double meat. Mm-hmm. Third one? Ranch on my face? Hot wings! Make sure to wash your hands for you touch yourself. <laughs> those are all fake. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm telling everybody what to do with those ideas. You gotta do... Yeah, please. Some, someone do something with these ideas. Do a, do a food truck. A few weeks ago... That's easy, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, a few... A few weeks ago on our program, we were talking about... We had Dave and Graham from Stop Podcasting Yourself, which obviously, look, if you listen to that episode, you know you should already be listening to Stop Podcasting Yourself. For God's sake, do yourself a favor and subscribe to Stop Podcasting Yourself. Anyway, uh, uh, we were talking to Dave and Graham, and they revealed that the attorney general of their province, Mm -hmm. British Columbia, listens to Stop Podcasting Yourself. Whoa. I'm not going to lie. We were pretty jealous about this. Mm-hmm. So we put out a call for what public officials listen huh. to Jordan Jesse go. And this is also, I think it, we, I revealed in that, uh, in that episode of Jordan Jesse go that I had emailed with a woman who had just, who was a judge John Hodgman listener who had just been appointed to the Supreme court of the state of Washington. Uh, so, the standards are pretty high here. These are both non-elected positions. Um, well, the district attorney of this of the uh, of of British Columbia might be elected, but uh, these are you know, they're not executive positions. Let's say so. We asked if you have if you're a public official who listens to Jordan Jesse go to call us. Um, so that we could prevent you from being reelected, basically. <laughs> that was implied. That part was implied. Uh, but apparently we've gotten a couple of calls. Brian, why don't you play the first one? Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, this is Kristen from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, calling as an elected official who listens to your show. I am a city commissioner in my town. I was elected in 2017, and uh, this is the only position office I will ever take ever again. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are mad at you a lot of times. You have to make a lot of hard decisions. You do learn a lot, so that's nice, but I uh, can't. Can't say I'd recommend this to anybody, but I love your podcast. Thank you. Goodbye. One time, uh, one time, my mom's favorite bank teller ran for the school board, and uh, who's a really nice man. I mean, a really nice bank teller. You know, like it's, you got to be a really nice bank teller to be somebody's favorite bank teller. You know what I mean? To to pull yourself above the fray. And uh, we, my mom voted for him, you know. And then he got involved in a, a, some kind of bribery scandal. Bank teller. Come on. That's, the people put their trust in you. <laughs> His name was Keith? Come on, Keith. Judy put her trust in you. Judy. Judy really believed in you. Judy Thorne really believed yeah. in Keith. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Come on, Keith. It was garbage. It was garbage. Well, some corruption in San Francisco. Had that whole shrimp boy situation a couple years ago. <laughs> it sounds like a sounds like a DoorDash restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> or a minor neighborhood superhero. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a movie that came out that was buried under the weight of Blank Man. Right. <laughs> Just Blank Man, Blank was, Man stole Shrimp Boy's There thunder. was no way for Shrimp Boy to perform. It was like what happened with uh, Capote and Infamous. Where, right, yes. You know, it is an Armageddon deep impact. Yes. It was the year that... I have a question about our city commissioner who just I'm called. sorry. It's a Dante's Peak volcano. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's another great example. Jordan, what, what else you got? What else you got? No, oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Go ahead, Jesse. Oh, no, yeah. Has here's my question: Has being a has being a city commissioner driven her to drink, and she called in drunk, or is that just how people from Michigan talk? <laughs> Both seemed possible as I listened to it. Yeah, I've yeah. Is that a, was that a regional Michigan accent we were hearing? Oh, that's a good question. Or just someone who had a a, a couple a couple too many hurricanes. Down at the BJ's. <laughs> Can I give you a weird theory? Yes, please. What is your weird theory, Baron? About your 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 drunk slurred speech. <laughs> yeah. Comments. Yes. Maybe I wonder because we live in a city. We live in a major city. Look how fast I'm talking. This is just how fast I talk yeah. all the time. We're city yeah. folk. We got to talk fast. Go go go. We talk fast. We walk fast. We talk on a giant yeah. cell phone while we drive around in a convertible. <laughs> That's right. And we all have heart attacks when we least expect it. And the only song we so, listen to is Panama by Van Halen. Guys, I've been cheating on Panama with separate ways by Journey. But <laughs> Well, it's good that you came clean about it. I just wanted to be honest. Yeah, Unburden yourself. I only listen to Starship. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, here's my theory. So we live in a city. We talk quickly, right? But when we get drunk, we slow down. But in other places, cities that are not as big, they talk slower than we do in general because wow. of the pace of the city. So when they get drunk, it's even slower. Bum, 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 bum. No scientific evidence to back us up. <laughs> well, at least you admit it. <laughs> it's an interesting theory. I assumed you were going to go – you were going to flip it, reverse it, and you were going to say that when – People from places where they talk slow get drunk. They start talking faster. <laughs> no, no, no. I that's that's hilarious. But no, I wouldn't. I would, if I was going to flip it and reverse it, I, I would put my thing down first. Got it. You simply must. Thank you. Is your descendant a friend yet? <laughs> hey, if you're out there, if you're a small towner and you're listening to this show, uh, how do you talk when you get drunk? Give us a call. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. How do you talk? And hey, asterisk, be drunk. <laughs> also, be drunk. Be super if you're, fucked up. If you're out there and you're Missy Elliott or Timbaland, uh, give us a call. Uh, sure. You're the new highest elected official who listens <laughs> to George Jesse go. Uh, Brian, do we got another one in there? Hey, I'm calling in as an elected official. I am a small town city councilman in a college town in, in the South. And I'll use this opportunity to also put in. A moment of shame, momentous occasion from my very first city council meeting. I was so excited. I was uh, I just settled down uh, to my very first meeting, and I looked to my left, and the councilman beside me was cutting his fingernails into the carpet below the podium. Wow. So that was a really oh, good introduction boy. to the way government works. Thanks. Man, I used to go to uh, – when I was in high school – uh, I had a family friend who worked in the mayor's office in San Francisco. And so I had like a high school unpaid internship in the mayor's office. And honestly, it was really fun. 
Uh, and one of the most fun parts about it was because we weren't getting paid, they couldn't really boss us around. We had to be there a certain amount of the time. But they would, when there was a, a city council meeting, or they call it the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco, they would just be like, go down to the Board of Supervisors meeting. And the shit that goes down at a Board of Supervisors meeting is extraordinary. Just the like, the breadth of humanity that steps up to that microphone to address their elected officials <laughs> is unparalleled in any other like you think you see a lot of different kinds of people at disneyland or when you go to the beach or whatever uh but like every kind of person from the like the absolute most responsible uh civic leader uh unelected civic leader to just a man with a hat made out of balloons <laughs> all of them show up it is it is a great time <laughs> mm. Do you think either of these people could name a street after us? I think I think the drunk lady would do it. Oh yeah. Like I don't know if she sure. would wow. mail her a couple of hurricanes. She's already she's already made it clear that she's not she doesn't intend to run for re-election. <laughs> yeah, do some shit on your way out. This is well, like if I may if I may interject. You may, please. I would really love to hear your pitch to this official about why you deserve to have a street named after you. Sure, yeah. I mean... Also, do you want a street or a lane or a way or a boulevard? You want an avenue? You want a court? You want a place? <laughs> so many options. There's so, so many, many great streets. I'm going boulevard because I'm at, my street is inspired by Gay Paris. Mm, <laughs> boulevard. And it's also perfect for strolling. Yeah, yeah, I think my pitch would be, why is any street named anything? Big fucking deal. They're just names for, slow. Oh, you're driving around. With, What's so with great this? about trees? That's my yeah. pitch. What's so oh, fucking great elm, about trees? Pine. Yeah. Oh, maple. No one, no one knows why a street's called anything. Yeah. Just call it Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> Make a ride on Jordan Jesse Go. There's probably a lot of Jordan streets already. Aren't there already a lot of Jordan streets between the region and country and the popularity of the name as a both first and last name? Yeah, I was going to say the the country of Jordan. Oh, yeah. I don't. That's a great question. I, oh, you know what? I think I do know. No, never mind. I don't know where there's a Jordan street. Uh, I think I'm thinking of Jordan almonds. Oh, yeah. A bad type of almond. Well, Jordan, do you identify? Also, do you claim as also a variation of your name, Jordash, in any sort of way? Because that would increase the chances of a street being named after you already. Thank you. And it's interesting because I, so I, I, you know, so I was in, I was at like, you know, in school at like a prime teasing age when Jordash <laughs> jeans were like a thing. Yeah. And it was something that, you know, people would, would, would kind of tease, tease me with, um, but in hindsight, I was probably being a little bit too sensitive. Like, Jordash is pretty a pretty cool thing to call, like, an eight-year-old, you know? Yeah. Baron. Yes. I know you didn't address that question to me, but I do want to make it clear that I identify as a bugle boy. Mm. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I, I, I think as a kid, I did not like being called Jordash, but I think I'm going to... I'm I, I'm gonna get right with it. So yes, I am fine being called Jordash, and if there's a street called Jordash, I'm fine saying that that street is named after me. Mm, empowerment. You witnessed it. Yeah. 
I'd be willing to accept if one of these city council people wanted to name one of the streets Jesse Street and just say that they're naming it after a different Jesse, but then mm. they're, but under the table, they're Jesse crossing Owens. their fingers. Yeah, Jesse Owens, Jesse Jackson, longtime relief pitcher Jesse Orozco, whatever. <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. A lot of great Jesse's out there. Any of the many Jesse's. That's Jesse from Saved by the Bell, but spelled sure. different. Uh, I, I would be willing to accept that. How can I find a street like that? But I mean, I you know, this is just going to end up like when those people said they were going to make me a Kentucky colonel and then I didn't become one. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened. Or that it didn't bullshit. happen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, if you're out there and you're an elected official listening to our show, name some shit after us. Talk is cheap. Start naming. What kind of jeans? What kind of jeans would you say you identify as, Baron Z Cavarici? Yeah, somewhere in between there and Diesels. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, what's they, what are they called? Janko jeans. Jankos. Uh, Jankos. Yeah, I'm somewhere in there. <laughs> And also, I would wear them like crisscross wore them, you know. Of course, uh, if you're a public, if you're a public official, and you can beat city council person, or you can, you are a city council person in a bigger city. Two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org. I'm I'm interested to hear about this, and I think there are probably sub mayoral executive positions that might edge out city council person, depending on the size of the city. What do you think about that? I think Dennis Kucinich listens. I think Jerry Springer listens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, Go. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. <laughs> In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a brand new podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm Lori Kilmartin. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Who are you, Lori Gilmartin? Oh, my God. So much pressure. Uh, I'm a stand-up. I've been doing stand-up since 1987. Uh, I'm a writer for Conan. I've written a couple books, have a couple CDs out, have a special out. Who are you, Jackie? Well, I, too, am a stand-up comic since 1984. And uh, I do the road like a maniac and uh, don't have a cool writing job, but I have four albums out working on a new album. We talk about stand-up. We talk about uh, all the different parts of stand-up comedy. So that's the Jackie and Lori show, and you should subscribe on Maximum Fun if you want to hear that. <laughs> and I would encourage you not to. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Now, Baron, I, yes. I mentioned, I mentioned 
that you have just announced a new project uh, with our friend Open Mike Eagle. What can yes. you tell us about it? Well, it is an ambitious project to say the least. I mean, um, well, I don't know if Jordan, uh, Jesse, I don't know if you guys are, um, let's throw it again, alive, mm-hmm. but we are in a very strange, unique, chaotic, but somehow beautiful time right? Something is shifting. Something is changing. Now, I'm not saying that to be necessarily overly optimistic. There is a weird part of me that's optimistic, but it's strange. So to tell you about the show, though, um, Mike and I made New Negroes with Comedy Central. Our studio, our producers on that was Funny or Die. And so um, Mike Farah, who is one of the uh, big big wigs over there at, at Funny or Die, reached out to Open Mike Eagle to see if me and him would be interested in taking on this very quick, very ambitious project. And so what Call and Response is, which is a title that Open Mike Eagle uh, uh, picked, by the way, um, we are doing a live stream on all of Funny or Die's various platforms, as well as those of Blavity, which is a internet conglomerate, if you're unfamiliar, that pretty much focuses on black-centric, Afrocentric news, right, uh, and media. So Blavity and Funny or Die are partnering to give me and Mike their platforms for an hour to an hour and a half, almost every day for two weeks, in which we are going to interview a lot of friends associates of ours, um, also people who we are genuinely interested in and who are we are fans of. Um, so we've been trying to reach out to all kinds of people. We're, we're, we're doing it in, let me, let me give you the key words, uh, community meeting, church basement, <laughs> revolution <laughs> meeting, Dick Cavett, you know, variety, stuff like that, where it's like, we want to, we're going to have a really honest, candid conversation about the state of the world from our perspective with people like Patrice Con Colors, who was a founding member of Black Lives Matter, like um, Melina Abdullah, who is a leader in the LA chapter of Black Lives Matter, also a, a professor, also um, Garcetti wants to punch her. <laughs> uh, you know, people like people like that. We're also going to be talking to people like Clayton English, you know, and, and Dulce Sloan, comedians that we love, Roy Wood Jr., um, people who are really close personal friends of ours who happen to also be interesting people like Uzo Aduba or um, Phoebe Robinson, you know, just... All this, all these different kinds of people who some are in media, some are entertainment, some are philosophers, some are, uh, you know, scholars, some are authors, some are dancers, some are whatever. We're just talking to to black people, not all black people. There is an episode that it, we're going to talk about the whites. I don't know if you guys um, know who I mean when I say that. Not familiar. Not familiar. But let me tell you who we have booked on that episode. All right. Number one, Nato Green. If you're unfamiliar with Nato Green. Oh, yeah. Sure. Jordan Jesse Go. A friend of Jordan Jesse Go. Have him on as much as possible. He's a fantastic comedian out of 
out of San Francisco, who actually has a comedy album called The Whiteness, which is very funny. I highly recommend it. He's a very interesting political satirist thinker. Um, he's a labor union organizer in San Francisco. He taught an organizing class at Max FunCon. Hey, see, there you go. And he's going to be on. We're also going to have this this fantastic uh, philosopher. Her name is Linda Artine Alkoff. She's a philosophy professor at Hunter College. Um, and she actually has a book out called The Future of Whiteness. She is a philosopher on what whiteness is as a philosoph- philosophical concept and the way that it spreads in our culture, right? And and influences our way of thinking. She's yeah, a, no, she's a, she's actually she shouts out this podcast in her book. <laughs> exactly, and then yeah. I just happened to to work with a woman who has been a political activist her entire life, and has been, you know, I don't want to say a prime white ally, but it definitely has been. A, if you watch any documentary about Black Panthers, you will see this woman in it. I happen to be on a TV show with her, and her name is Jane Fonda. Wow. This is who it is we're going to have in one episode, mofos. I'm very excited about this, right? It's funny that I, you know, I I'm, I like went I went off about the white people. <laughs> I feel like it's there's like, so it's like, many great whites on this show. Listen to who we're going to have, you know? It's kind of like I'm like, I got to make a pitch for Jordan and Jesse. Like, also, we're going to talk about white stuff. <laughs> All but, right. I'm listening. Talk about how Thai food's too hot. Exactly. <laughs> white it's too hot. <laughs> yes. But I think it's a, you know, the thing for me is it's a very strange time. You know, obviously, I see myself as a very caring, feeling person. You know what I mean? And obviously, <laughs> you know, everybody's been like, we have to have a conversation. Well, the conversation has forced itself upon us, you know, to to quote one of my favorite white people. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. Ronald Reagan. Yes, Ronald Reagan. Um <laughs> Great actor, <laughs> fantastic actor, um, Great actor, nuclear, re. <laughs> and so that's the thing. I'm saying that, like, we're going to have an interesting-ass conversation, you know, and that's what the show is. And it's going to be exciting. It's going to be very, very exciting, and that's what the show is. And uh, it sounds like you, you can watch this if you uh, follow Blavity or Funny or Die on any mm-hmm. social media platform. It'll be out there. <laughs> yes. Um, I think we're still – firming up exactly who that's going to be but i'm pretty sure it's going to be like funnier dies and blavity's channels on twitch on youtube facebook stuff like that that's where you'll be able to to see it to access it now um uh if there's one thing i know about having baron vaughn on your podcast Uh i know two things one you're gonna have a great time you're gonna have a blast yeah Uh, two it's always going to be more than one plug, uh, Baron. I, 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 this is a little bit of a there's a little bit of a of a of a fluffier project, but I think still worth mentioning. Uh, a lot of uh, Max Fun pals are involved in the Great Debate. Yeah, the Great Debate. You know, you know, fluff is valuable. Can we all agree? Can we all yes. agree? <laughs> no, <laughs> serious discourse only. <laughs> because obviously, yes, this is very. These are very serious times. You know. Uh, and it obviously there's very serious stuff that has to happen and very serious conversations that have to happen. But the thing is literally none of it means anything. If we do not 
connect with just joy, connect with being able to laugh and enjoy yourself. That's the kind of life that everyone is fighting for, is to be able to just chill. Yes, just chill. That's what black people want. Can I chill in my home (laughs) without someone literally kicking down my door and shooting me in my own home? Okay, this is what black trans women want, you know, can I just chill? And so being able to chill is valuable. You know what I'm saying? So please, everybody, come chill with us on The Great Debate, because it is a beautiful piece of fluff about nerdy, nerdy nerd shit. And I love nerd shit. We all love nerd shit. Okay, so we're just going to have a good old fashioned time where it's a panel show where we invite friends to just debate all the silly different debates that nerds like to have about different, you know, nerd culture things in the universe. All those those kind of I want to call them nerd signifiers because nothing defines a nerd more than what they disagree with you about. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, this uh, this show has a lot of a lot of uh, Max Fun pals working for it. Uh, Ify Wadiway from uh, Who Shot You was a writer on this. Uh, Danielle Radford a writer on this. Andy Wood. Uh, yes. Yeah, just uh, just great great folks, and uh, it, it sounds like such a fun premise. Oh, it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be fun. June eighteenth, I want to say on Sci Fi. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Baron, I just always sing myself enjoy- off. Thank you. Always a joy to have you here. Uh, always a joy, of course, to have Fagan here as well. Uh, <laughs> two guests for the price of one. You don't even have to set up another another mic. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm Fagan over that guy. It's been a delight. <laughs> Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Our theme music, Love You, by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. Com. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, just search for Jordan Jesse Go or join the Maximum Fun Facebook group. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, thanks for thanks for giving me this uh, fun break of good times. I really appreciate it uh, every time. Uh, we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.